American corn farmers, a proud and chosen profession inspired through generations. Tested, resilient, and committed to giving back as much as they're growing, pushing the boundaries of what's possible with every bushel, while replenishing every increasingly precious resource, like the reduction of soil loss by 40% with every acre grown. In a world where sustainability matters more than ever, we need all the help we can get. And there's no greater resource than the capable hands of American corn farmers. Blog Talk Radio. Look inside, look inside your tiny mind, and look a bit harder, cause I'm so uninspired, so sick and tired, of all the hatred you harbor. So you say, it's not okay to be gay, well I think you're just evil, you're just some racist, you can't tie my laces, your point of view is medieval.
Well, welcome to Off Limits uh, tonight, guys. It's uh, Monday morning, 1 a.m. in Dallas, Texas, and I hope everybody had a great holiday. Um, we're back, and uh, we're going to talk about homophobia today. We're going to talk about what is homophobia, um, why are people, um, you know, what's it about, and why are people homophobic. And uh, we're going to talk about um, also some education, gay, gay um, what should I say, uh, gay positive or anti-homophobic education in schools. Also, we're going to talk about gay bullying. So uh, the first thing I think we should discuss, though, is homophobia. And what is homophobia? Well, I looked it up, and this is what they say homophobia is, and you can agree or disagree with this, but they say homophobia is a range of negative attitudes and feelings towards lesbian, gay, bisexual, queer, and in some cases, transgender and intersex people. Uh, And I'm not sure if everybody knows what all those things mean, but we can talk about that in a moment. But definitions, it says, refer variably to uh, contempt, prejudice, aversion, and irrational fear. Homophobia is is observable in critical and hostile behavior, such as discrimination and violence, on the basis of a perceived non-heterosexual orientation. And something I think that um, I, I really agree with and I think was really great that Coretta Scott King said, she said that homophobia is like racism and anti-Semitism and other forms of bigotry in that it seeks to dehumanize a large group of people to to deny their humanity, their dignity, and personhood. So, you know, that's what they say homophobia is. Now, um, when it comes to, just to to clarify, everybody knows, I think, what lesbians are. Lesbians are people who have, women who have sex with one another or have, you know, relationships with one another as well. Gay is gay men, typically referring to gay men who have sex with one another or gay men who have relationships with each other as well. Bisexual, both sexes, obviously. Queer typically means someone who may not really define themselves as gay or bisexual or they're just kind of maybe fluid in sexuality. And then, of course, transgender is someone who is male-to-female transsexual or female-to-male transsexual. Intersex people are people who sometimes have both sexes, like may have, maybe they'll have a penis and um, also have a vagina or um, have a vagina or penis inside somewhere or testicles inside and have a vagina. That's what intersex is. So those are the things. And so uh, the description of homophobia that I just gave you um, I think is pretty accurate, and I feel really that most people are... Um, not homophobic, unless they have reasons to be. Um, because, I mean, there is uh, obviously sort of an institutionalized homophobia, uh, which would be religious and state-sponsored homophobia, you know, um, religious from obviously being their religion and their church or whatever, kind of um, knocking to their heads that, that it's wrong to be gay or whatever. You know, I just experienced that a moment ago there in... Um, I don't know whose room I was in. I was in Caligenesis' room. And that's the first time I've ever been to his show, and I was listening. And lo and behold, who was speaking, it was the um, the idiot, what's his name, uh, the black conservative dude speaking. Well, I should say screaming, as he always does. But um, I uh, um, was minding my own business, and I didn't really say anything. I said hello to Blue Sky and a couple other people in the room. And then um, CFGA chimes in and says... Um, something rude to me, and he says, starts quoting the Bible, of course, and so saying, you know, how it's wrong to be gay, according to Christianity, etc. Well, obviously, uh, I'm not a Christian. Uh, I, I, I say obviously because I've said it many times on the show, but I told him, I said, well, that doesn't apply to me. I'm not a Christian. 
So he says, oh, well, it applies to all mankind. And that, anyway, that's obviously a form of in, you know, institutionalized religious homophobia um, because he feels that that is uh, wrong for that reason. Also, there's internalized homophobia, um, which is a form of homophobia among people who experience same-sex attraction, regardless of whether they identify as gay or lesbian. So, you know, people who are actually gay or lesbian, but it's uh, repressed and they don't want to be gay or lesbian because of their internalized homophobia due to religion or other upbringing or morality or their moral code or whatever. So... Um, they uh, they end up lashing out oftentimes in, in violence, and that's what happens with that kind of thing. So, um, you know, I think it's sad, and I think it's unfortunate that people um, have to in a society feel, many people who are gay or lesbian, feel um, they have no choice other than to be in the closet and to be, um, um, you know, to be violent against others, to, to throw off the sense, so to speak. Or in the ter- in the form of congressmen and things like that, people who actually don't actually, uh, you know, uh, vote for gay rights or whatever because they're afraid they're going to be seen as gay if they do, because they are in, tr- in fact gay. So you have to ask yourself, you know, when someone is homophobic and someone is yelling homophobic, uh, ep- you know, epithets or being mean to someone who's gay um, in some form or another, is it because of their religious upbringing? Or religious belief, I'm sorry, is it because of their um, internalized homophobia uh, due to their own same-sex attraction, or is it due to uh, something else? Because the fact is that regardless of how you think about it and whatever the reason is, typically it ends up being for fear. Now, homophobia obviously means fear of homosexuality or homosexual, so... um, I don't think people are fearful of homosexuals in the sense that many people may think, you know, they're actually afraid of us, but they absolutely do um, fear, I think, the idea of gay people being in power or in control or whatever because they think it's wrong or whatever. So anyway, um, that's the premise of what we're going to discuss tonight. And um, but before we do, there was something that Barney Frank, I don't know if you know who he is, he is a state, uh, sorry, he's a, a congressman, and he's gay. And um, he was asked about Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and uh, this is what he had to say. Well. Four years ago, a Republican running for Congress in Indiana said, don't vote for his Democratic opponent, because if he won, Nancy Pelosi would become speaker and she would let me enact the radical homosexual agenda. So let me own up to that agenda. (laughs) It's to be protected against violent crimes driven by bigotry. It's to be able to get married. It's to be able to get a job. And it's to be able to fight for our country. Hey. For those... For those who are worried, for those who are worried about the radical homosexual agenda, let me put them on notice. Two down, two to go. And I couldn't agree more. So people are always asking, you're talking about the radical homosexual agenda. Well, there you go. <laughs> I guess that's the. Uh, I guess that would be the radical homosexual agenda uh, that people talk about. We want equal rights. We want equality, and we want 
people to uh, we want to be able to live our lives in peace without being in fear of our lives and uh, violence and those sorts of things. We want equality. That's all we want. So if there is an agenda, that would be what it is. Um, and so I was going to talk about also. Um, I have a friend uh, online I've never met, whom is very, uh, who's friends with some very conservative people, <laughs> and so, and I have friends in real life who are quite conservative as well. The difference would be, um, for me, the, the problem arises for me um, when people you're friends with have one belief because they're conservative. Let's say they call themselves conservatives. Um, but the close friends are fine with you being gay. They have no problem with being gay or homosexuality, and they think there's nothing wrong with it, and they have no issue with it. The people who do have a problem with it, with whom they're friends, um, who actually call you horrible names, um, say, call you faggot, call you, uh, say they're going to slit your throat or whatever they're going to say to you. People who say those things to you, um, who are their friends, Obviously, that's um, something that's still hard to deal with, and you don't want to have to deal with it. So it's hard to reconcile a friendship with one person who you're, whom you're friends with whom doesn't believe that, but they have friends who do. So it's hard to understand why someone would be friends with someone who's hate-filled like that. Because many times people will explain it away saying, oh, that's just how they are, or that's just the way they think, or how they feel, or it's their opinion. And I can buy that if it's about whether they like uh, caviar or not, or whether they like lobster, whether they like a hamburger or meat or whatever. But if it's about someone's equality or equal rights or human rights, I really find it to be um, questionable. Because if I'm friends with someone who's friends with someone who thinks that, how do you reconcile your friendship with that person and what they think about you? Because if they say they don't feel those things about you, why would they be friends with someone who does? So I really I really have a hard time with that, and I, I struggle, struggle with um, maintaining friendships um, where people disagree about gay rights or whatever, with someone who's their friends with, I mean. Especially if I have to be around them or something, obviously that makes it quite uncomfortable, and it makes it very... Um, Uneasy and not fun for me as a person, obviously, as a gay person. So, do I maintain friendships with someone who's friends with someone who's homophobic? Um, do I maintain friendships with someone who, whose friends believe that being gay is wrong or evil, or I'm wrong or evil or less than they are? Do I? I mean, I don't know the answer to that because I just find I'm finding it harder and harder to do that. And so, anyway, for example, online I have a friend, and, and she's friends with some very conservative people. And although she seems to be a very a quite lovely person herself, and I actually like her a lot, she has friends on Blog Talk Radio who have said these horrible things to me over and over again. And she is always in their rooms and watching, listening to their conservative shows. Now, I can understand if you have some beliefs that are conservative, like you're fiscally conservative or socially liberal or whatever, and you may feel like it doesn't apply to you because you're you're not saying the things. You're not saying those things. But, you know, what they say about the company you keep, you know. Um. Planning on traveling this summer? 
Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to one dollar per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Mama is treating me to breakfast. Yep, let me see your phone. Huh? Look here. I download this McDonald's app because when you buy any bagel sandwich like the steak, egg, and cheese bagel, you get one free. Wait, you just bought that on my phone. That's right. Now that you got McDonald's money, you could treat mama. <laughs> okay, ma, you got it. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Valid through 10-222 at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. App download and registration required. So I don't know what to do about that, but I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling more and more uneasy about it, and I don't know what to do, if I should maintain the friendships with these people or if I should let them go, because um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys understand what I'm saying, and I don't know if you guys understand what I mean. And it's not just on blog talk radio. It's in real life as well, in my, my actual day-to-day life with friends and family even. I know. Um, I have family who's conservative. Well, it's family who's conservative that's not um, directly related to me necessarily, but um, like my husband's family's family or whatever, or my family's, uh, my mother's sisters and brothers and uncles and things like that. So I don't maintain friendships with them or relationships with these people because they don't, they do look down on me and say I'm lesser than they are. So to do that with friendships is also very difficult. So anyway, there is my dilemma. I don't know what to do about it, but I'm trying to work on it. I'm trying to be the, the good thing and, and try to be the bigger person and trying to do all that. But it gets harder and harder when you have to consistently hear it and be exposed to it because of whom you're associated with and with whom they're associated with, you know what I mean? So, I know, being gay is difficult uh, in and of itself because you're so different. But to maintain friendships with someone who is friends with someone who hates you, I mean, literally, someone who hates you. Of course, you ask people who hate you. If they hate you, they almost always say, no, I don't hate people. I don't hate gay people. I don't hate gay people, they say, but you're going to hell. I don't hate gay people, but you're morally wrong. I don't hate gay people, but you're, um, there's something wrong with you. You're, you're, you're lesser than I am. To be heterosexual is the better way of life, or to be sexual is better than being gay. I don't hate you, but I'm going to help to deny your rights. I'm going to help to deny everything that you... Um, even though you've worked for everything the way I have and worked for equality, um, I'm going to deny your rights as well. But I don't hate you. So to hear that over and over again is difficult, especially for someone like me who, who really puts a great deal of, of, of pride and, and loyalty into his friendships. And maybe that's my problem. I expect the same amount of loyalty and the same amount of um, uh, dedication to my friendships as I give to people from them. Um, and that's often the problem. I think, you know, <laughs> I give so much of myself to friendships and to people, uh, family, friends, whatever. Even people I don't always know. I'm just someone who likes to give you know, of myself. And I'm someone who, who, who likes to help people or whatever. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, I, I get back very little in that, in that regard. Um, so I get very little loyalty back in return. And it gets to be very uh, tiring. Because I think, why do I continually give of myself and my heart and my uh, my time, my effort, my friendship to people, and I don't get it back in return. So I don't know if I should be 
wary of having friends like that or not, friends who are friends of people who say they hate me, friends of friends who say they want me to see me dead or they want to kill me because I'm gay. I don't know. Um, what's the right thing to do? Oh, anyway, I'm sorry for never to mention the call-in number. If you want to call in, the call-in number is 323-843-6160. And um, I'm going to uh, take a quick break, and I'll be right back. Yeah. 
that was Fly Above by Candy Burris. So, um, so anyway, we're back. Uh, I was talking about before that quick break, I was talking about uh, homophobia and what's heck happening with that, what it is exactly, and um, why people are homophobic, uh, or at least why they say that scientists, or sorry, psychologists and psychiatrists say that people are homophobic, um, and why I feel they are. And also, I was discussing um, having friendships with people who have friends who are highly homophobic as well, which becomes a problem and is difficult. So, um, another really hot topic these days is, of course, um, gay bullying in schools and why, you know, that happens a lot. And I'm sure you've, you've all heard of this, most of you have heard, about all of the uh, kids who've been, who've been uh, being bullied in, in schools from, you know, elementary all the way through high school. And, you know, how that's affected them. And B. Wood, yes, of course you could call in. The call-in number is 323-843-6160. If you want to call in, feel free to. Anybody can. Um, but the bullying um, has happened, um, you know, it's been kind of an epidemic, as you know. There have been so many uh, kids who have killed themselves in the past year um, because of being bullied by uh, the people who are uh, in their schools or whatever. And they have no one to talk to. They can't go to the administration. They can't go to their parents, they feel. And they, they even when they do go to the administration, the administration does nothing about it. And uh, their parents, um, even if their parents go to the administration for them, the administration still doesn't do anything about it most of the time. Um, and that's the way it is at most schools. So I find that to be a horrible thing because it doesn't matter if you're gay or black or Jewish or a different you know, uh, race or, or religion or whatever. Anyone should be able to go to school, uh, public school specifically, without having to feel bullied or to feel... Um, to feel like they're in danger every day. I mean, how can you learn in that environment? They should feel safe, basically. Uh, yes, B. Wood, you can call in. Feel free to call in. Um, hold on. Anyway, um, so what was I going to say? I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Oh, so, um, so, and so I was going to talk a little bit also about how I have been, uh, when I was in, in school, bullied in middle school. The ironic thing is that once I got to high school, I wasn't, no one ever bothered me at all. No one ever said anything to me, negative word, nothing. But middle school is a different story. In middle school, um, I remember one incident, incident where I was in the hallway uh, and I was uh, going to my locker, and we had those double stack lockers. We had one row on the top and one row on the bottom. And uh, I was walking in the hallway, and uh, I was outside of one of my, which my lock, my locker was directly across the hall from one of my teacher's classrooms, Mrs. Clark. Uh, she was my English teacher at the time, and I think this was like ninth grade. No, I'm sorry, this was like seventh grade. And this guy that it always picked up me in middle school, his name was Jamie Shield. Um, and I always question why he actually picked on me. He probably liked me. But anyway, uh, <laughs> because that's what really happened when I was talking about internalized homophobia. That's probably the problem. But anyway, he um, would pick on me and that sort of stuff in, in general. But this one particular day, I was um, I was at my locker. So I was on my knees at the locker. I was opening, putting my books in or taking them out or something. And Jamie um, comes up to me and says, hey, faggot, like that. And I go, I just ignored him. And he, uh, my head was. He turned my head and put it into his crotch. He said, "You like that, don't you, fucker? You like that, whatever, that kind of thing." And um, I kept put, put my, trying to pull myself away, but he was stronger than I was because he was a football player and I was uh, real thin then, and um, not very strong. And Mrs. Clark, my own teacher, whom I had class with every every day, 
uh, saw this, the whole entire incident, because she was standing outside of her door during, between classes. She did nothing. She did nothing, you know. Um, so the thing is that, you know, even though whether she agreed with it or not, it doesn't matter because um, she actually she actually um, didn't do shit about it. Okay, she saw the whole thing. She didn't say anything. She saw it. I, lo- I looked over at her. She saw what was going on. She was looking at me, but did nothing. And so that's just one small example. And those kinds of things happen to kids all the time. And it's um, it's wrong. And it's sad, and it's demeaning, and teachers themselves don't do anything about it. So I find that to be abhorrent that people will allow these kind of things to occur, and yet let nothing, you know, just do nothing about it. Like, like gay kids don't matter. Like being gay, oh, they're gay, so they don't, they don't count. Or the fact they're gay is their choice. Or the fact that they're gay, they brought it on themselves. They always say things like this, you know. So anyway, it gets really tired, tiring to hear these kind of things and these stories and. I don't know. My question is to you, you know, if you see someone getting bullied, whether an adult or a child, and for whatever reason, whether it's because they're gay or whatever, do you actually do anything about it or do you just stand by and watch? I mean, that's a question that you should ask yourself because if you stand by and just watch, if you do nothing about about um, the bullying, whether it's a gay child or a gay adult or uh, uh, um, someone who's being racially bashed, where it's, whether it, whether it's verbally or physically, it doesn't have to be just be physical abuse. It can be verbal abuse, verbal bullying. Do you do anything about it? Do you say anything about it? That's the question you should ask yourself. Because if you don't do anything about it, it's just the same thing as saying that what they what that person is doing to the other person is fine, and you accept it. And it's the same thing as you saying that what they're doing, you consent to and you accept because. You've done nothing about it. People don't want to get involved. Obviously, obviously, sometimes that's the case. And obviously, if your safety is in jeopardy, that's a different story. But I'm talking about, you know, a, a situation where someone is simply being verbally abused or verbally bullied because they're gay uh, or lesbian or bisexual or transgendered or whatever they are. Um, do you do anything about it? That's the question. So, anyway, um, what I, B. Wood, hold on one second. Hold on one moment, B. Wood. Area. Okay. So um, anyway, I just want people to think about that when they actually do uh, see kind of some sort of um, bullying or anything, because if you think about it, then you should um, absolutely do something about it when it occurs. So um, I've got a caller. We'll see who this is and if we want to talk to them one moment. You're on the air. Yes, I'm just listening to the conversation that, you know, people are trying to is – you, is you guys trying to put down gayness? Uh, no. Have you been listening to the show? Well, I just clicked on and then, you know, I was reading some stuff that I was reading, you know. Uh, so there was somebody in the room, there was one guy in the room, say, called Crusade for Truth. He, I kicked him out of the room. He was, he was a, uh, he was a gay basher, so I kicked him out of the room. You may have read that. Huh. So if you had, oh, no, we're, this is a pro show. I thought it was a station of... I thought there was a station of a bunch of Republicans always got something to say about the gay lifestyle, but every time you turn on the news, one of them falling out the closet. Exactly. <laughs> so what they need to do since... Planning on traveling this summer? 
Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Mama is treating me to breakfast. Yep, let me see your phone. Huh? Look here. I download this McDonald's app because when you buy any bagel sandwich like the steak, egg, and cheese bagel, you get one free. Wait, you just bought that on my phone. That's right. Now that you got McDonald's money, you could treat mama. <laughs> okay, Ma, you got it. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Valid through 10-222 at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. App download and registration required. Baba passed that law and says, okay, to be gay and uh, they can come out, man, and be who they I are. I agree, I but agree. So many of them, so they need to come out and put the, you know, stop hating, you know, because every time you turn on the TV, one of them falling out the closet. It's so why y'all always got something to say? Y'all got everything to say about gay rights and what gay people do. I said, but and every time you see somebody misusing people, okay, take them gay preachers. Every yeah. time you look around, and when they decide to give up being priests, where they go? Straight to the gay community. So, you know, won't you white folks, I mean, excuse me, I'm like, not, won't you white Republicans stop playing them games and keep it real? Because half of you gay anyway. That's right. That's very true. I couldn't agree with you more. And it's always, it's always, the interesting thing is, it's almost always the Republicans who come out as being gay. It's always the conservatives yes. who come out as being gay. Because the liberals don't have a problem with it, typically. It's no, no. Who, and then you know. look at that guy been working with Joe Bush all that time out there pushing against exactly. everything about gay. And when you find out, he was the biggest sister in the White House. <laughs> I know. Well, let's keep this. It's hypocrisy. It's hypocrisy. It's hypocritical. Absolutely. Yes. I, I they, they're against everybody. They're against gays, the Republicans. They're against Muslims. They're against, I mean, they're just a group of people. You're living in the world by yourself. Right. The world is moving on. Mm-hmm. You need to get over all this stuff that you're trying to push on the world. Cause pe- people ain't listening to you because every time you look around, we find out y'all the, the, the biggest gays out there. Right. Let people be who they are. Who gives you the right to say what's good for anybody? When did job? When did God give you that job? Right. I agree. I agree. I agree completely. I actually did a show uh, last week. I don't know which one it was. It's called Conservatives versus Liberals. I did two of them, but and it's in my archives. If anybody wants to see my archives? It's www.offlimitsshow.com. You can listen to previous shows there. But um, and I was talking about the fact that conservatives, conservatives versus liberals, and I was saying on that show, my basic point was that conservatives don't have a heart and liberals do. Liberals care about community, about people working together, and about people's civil liberties. Right, right. Whereas Republicans just care about what they can get for themselves, about money, about greed, and about what... No, about everybody... What the Republicans believe in, everybody living off them. They're the only people paying taxes. They're the only people know what's right for this country. So, you know, everybody else you know, everybody else seeing them but them. But, like, right. okay, when you check that show out, the Internet, the people going to the house to try to have sex with the little boys and the little girl, but y'all don't be Republicans. <laughs> That's right. So why, is you, so why is y'all, you know, out here, you, you, you go into the house trying to have sex with a 12-year-old boy, mm-hmm. and you 56 years old, 
and you telling people that you just going to talk to the kid. You and drove five miles to talk to a kid, and then they showing you you passing your body to a kid on two. Why y'all hating on people when you doing the most dirt out there? I Stop agree. saying it, cause God, you know, who did you that said that being gay is wrong? Let them and God deal with that. I Let agree. people be who they are. So what is you got to be out there making all this noise? And every time I turn on my TV, you the one out there doing all the dirt. So that's how hypocrite. I'm talking about the Republicans, because yeah. I know you know you know. Let's just keep it real. See, they can't they can't be in a party who gonna accept them for who they are, because they Christian believe it's against that. But. You against it, but every time you look around, one of you falling out the closet talking about how much you love. Be who you are. Ain't right. no shame in my game who I am. So why I got to be some shame in your game? And don't tell me who to love, because that's between me and God. If I'm doing something wrong, God going to deal with me anyway. So why right. you got to sit there and try to make my life all bad? I agree. I mean, you say it. You're preaching to the choir. I agree with everything you're saying. So absolutely, I agree with you. Um, and you know, so, you know this high, you know, and that's why I, because I was just going through the broad talk. When I saw what I saw on y'all, somebody had typed something really stupid in there. So I'm yeah, like, there's, there's always people who come in the room. There's always people who come in the room and, and like conservative assholes who are right wing liberal. I'm sorry, right, right, right. right. Not and, bad. You know, that's what it is. The people yeah. think everybody. You know, like I said. I said, y'all just a lonely group of people. You can't be in this world by yourself because y'all are all Republicans, and you think everything y'all do is so, you know, up or the up. I said, you know, it's a saying, 2010, y'all still stuck on stupid. Uh, what, you is know, you what is your first name? What is your first name? Can I get your first name? They call me Mr. C- they call me Mr. Colorado because I call Colorado, it okay. the service station. I call gonna... them the service station and, and run their ass. They, they always cut me off because I come at them hard. Cause I just don't understand <laughs> them. The way they do things, you know, so they yeah. don't they they call me Mr. Oh, that's that damn Mr. Colorado. You right? I'm gonna well, let you on, know. God love me for who I am. So let me and God deal with my problem. Hold I on just a second. I'm gonna you. bring somebody else on the line with us. Okay, hold on a second. Don't go anywhere. Okay. Seven seven five. You're on the air. Please state say your name. Oh, this is Ranger seventy five. That caller is Gary, by the way, not Mister Colorado. He was just on my show, actually. Okay. Because he doesn't know how to shut the hell up. I have news for you. This whole thing with letting homosexuals serve openly in the military. Do you understand what a big gay bloodbath that's going to be? Oh, really? You think you so? understand that? You understand? I guarantee you. I guarantee. Do you understand, caller? If that were to actually, if you, you think that if you were able to try to turn your guns or try to kill all the gay people because you don't like them just because of whatever your issues are, probably he's a hypocrite. He's gonna go to hell anyway. So he's, gay himself, he's gay what himself. He he's gay himself, and he's just internalized homophobia. Yes, and let he's him believe afraid. what he believes. Mm-hmm. Right, he's scared to come out the closet because he got some. He got some man in his closet when his wife leaves. He go mm-hmm. up in the gas, so he he just a closet faggot. So that's I right. excuse my language because see that's one of them closet faggots call themselves a Republican. And every time you listen to them, you could you know they're gay because you know the, when you got people got that much anger in them. See somebody see some 
some priest and played with him when he was a kid, so he liked Probably. that feel that that priest gave him. So, okay. but now he want to be against everything. So you got to, yeah. See, he know me because I just got off his show to let him know how I felt. Because they ain't got no love for nobody. They hate everybody. And every time you turn on the TV, one of them falling out the closet. So that's this, right. You know what? That's the one you need to delete. Because see, he, I know who I am. He don't know who he is because he ain't keeping it real. He think they way of living is the way America is all about. America and change. Get over who who y'all think this country should be because there's a new world in this country today. And you ignorant folks going to burn in hell. They like starting wars. They like doing everything against human life. Every time you turn on the TV, Repub- to me, this new Republican that's coming out 2011, them some of the ignorant people. In the, I ain't never yeah. thought I would see that much ignorance how coming be, out this country be, 2011. Example, Sarah Palin, for example, the moron. Huckabee's a moron and asshole. I mean, there's so many of these Republicans who are coming out to be voted into the next you know, election that it's quite scary, but I really don't find any of them remotely good candidates to be president. I don't think any of them would win against Obama, but you never know. They, they ain't going to win. See, that's... They lose in their mind because they don't want to see the world change. They want to think right. their way is the right way. So they want to put everybody down. They hate Muslims. They hate gays. They hate yeah. blacks. They yep. hate Mexicans. So yep. what does that tell you? If you got that many people that hate human life, they they can't pray to God, so they got to pray to the devil because the devil about hating everybody. So they <laughs> if they call themselves Christians, well, let me say something first. Uh, it's not that what they say, like you're saying, all this hatred and stuff, and I talked about this on a previous show, but they're saying all this hatred and everything, that the vitriol that they're spitting out at people is, is hatred. And it is not Christianity. It's not – the thing is, it's become – Christianity, it's become Christianity, but it's not Christ-like. You know what I mean? And Christianity is supposed no, to be no. Christ-like. I'm not saying not. all Christians. I'm just talking about the Republican Christians. No, Some I know. That's what I'm talking about. I'm saying what they're saying is oh, not okay. Christ-like, but they always say they're Christian, and they're not. They're not Christ-like no, at all. No, they're not. No. Nobody else loves this country but them. Let them tell it. They're the only people love this country. Everybody else, when you say anything against it, oh, you against the country. Oh, you against America. But mm-hmm. look what the Republicans do. Every time they get in the White House, when do the wars start? They get yep. in there and start wars. They get in there and go against human life. They got yep. everything to say about people. You know, so how can you be the the people who you you go around the world and try to tell other people how to run their life, and when you're doing all this harm against human life right here in America, so what I you agree. need to do because ain't nobody paying them no mind because they they stuck on stupid to me. I think they just a, a bunch of angry people and they're gonna burn in hell and they think they they way uh, is the right way and they way is just destroying the country because everybody else is getting along. They don't want they the only group of people miserable in this country. Everybody else cool. You know, ain't nobody judging each other but them. They know the one got something to say about human life. So just right. let them be who they is because them and their God got to deal with that. Me and your God know the real deal because I look at right. you as a brother. I don't right. care if you're gay. I don't care if you're straight. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're... Look, when you don't clean your ass and I don't clean my ass, both ass going to stink. So that bullshit <laughs> they be talking about, they need to check themselves. Excuse my life. I'm sorry. No, I agree. I agree so with them, everything you're saying. I agree with everything you're saying. Them ignorant folks, just let them keep believing the way they believe. Because they ain't doing them taking themselves to hell. Because when you got that much hatred on your brain still, you ain't going nowhere but hell. You and the devil going to have a bunch of tea together. <laughs> 
You're right. You're right. And that's all they do. So let them, they, let, them, let them believe their way is the right way. Because the only people I see in that group is a bunch of people. And when you look on TV, they so angry. They be having them, them fits. They be hitting the wall. What is you angry for? God did just make this world for you. So what right. is you angry for? It's different people on this planet. You can't different keep calling people stars, out their names. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they right. call the people terrorists. But every time you see them, they go, what do they do? They, they're against people who have abortion, so they go burn up their churches. They go right. shoot at them. They do everything right. evil. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they're the chosen people. Let them tell it. They're the one who know the real deal. But how do you know the real deal? And every time you look around, you're shooting at people. You're shooting at women because they want to get rid of a baby that their dad and had sex with another Republican. Because every time you hear sick stuff go on and be a Republican, but they don't want to admit it because they so much in the closet. And when they come out, they own party, kick them out the club. What they kicking you out for when y'all go have them, when you see them on TV, all of them sitting in the pool looking like a bunch of gay, white men that look like Republicans. So right. they need to freeze it. Well, I don't you know, think I'm, we should I, ignore. I, the thing is, I, I mean, I agree what you're saying, but... I believe in fighting, and it sounds like you do too. I believe in fighting and challenging these idiots, these morons. So what they I love to are. tell them. How, I, I love yeah. to tell them about them. So that's why they don't like me. Right. They don't like me either. They kick me off their show whenever I go in their room. If I don't even just, if I don't, I try to go on one of their shows once and talk to them, and they they coax me. The host, CFGA, called, he said he messaged me privately and said, "Call the show. I'll let you speak." Blah blah blah. And so he let me speak for like one minute, and then he put me on mute and wouldn't let me respond to anything they said. And then I was in the Black Conservative Show's chat room the other day. Oh, did you hear me tonight? I was, I just... I was just, listen, listen, listen. I was just in his chat room, okay, just in the chat room. And I was talking. Not, I, no, I'm sorry. I didn't say one word, literally, nothing in his chat room. And he kicked me out before he did. He said, goodbye, Fudge Packer, and kicked me out of his room. I didn't say shit. Yeah. It's because the reason is because they don't want to hear the truth. They can't handle the truth. They don't like the truth. All they want to do is live in their own little dream world where they think everything in is dream the way it's world, supposed to homie. be. Mm-hmm. That's right. Thank and you. it's bullshit. It's bullshit. They're all, and they're dream all they're evil. I really honestly believe, I honestly believe that a lot of these people, not, of course not every conservative is this way, but there a lot of them, a lot of them are truly evil. I really do believe that. But the caller the call we just had, the caller we just had, I know what road he was going down. He was going. He's going to say that. Oh, we know. He said, you know that this don't ask, don't tell thing that happened is going to lead to a bloodbath in the army or, or the the military, or whatever. Yes, well, what he was trying to say was that they were going to kill them all. You know, fuck him. You he, has he ever met? Has he ever met a gay guy in the military who's probably bigger than he is, who has bigger balls than he is, who would blow his fucking head off? Probably not. But you know what, guy? What they don't yeah. realize, they outnumber. That's exactly so right. You're probably they, right. They, they outnumber. People believing that is that 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 whatever percent of that third percent of them that everybody else that moved on in the world. People right. in move. You you see the young generation. They for gay rights. Everybody for it's them old zombies were sitting in Mississippi somewhere. Burning crowds right. and hating people for who they were. <laughs> so them type of people, just let them be who they are, because that's between them and they God. Let them and they God do what they do, because people like me and you, see, they call us, we happy people, because we love everybody. See, they yeah. just a hyper group of people, and they don't know how much they send themselves to hell right. about having the views that they have. Your hold way on, ain't the on. way, Hold homie. on a second. So, don't go away. I, you, you can stay on the line with me, but hold on a second. I've got another okay. call and see what they have to say. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, it's me. Hey, how are you? Okay, but I have something to say. Go ahead. And 
whoever you're talking to, let me get it all out first or I'll forget it. Okay. Gary, first of uh, all, she wants to say something to you. Go ahead. Gary from no, Colorado. Okay. Well, I'm from West Virginia. You know, the don't ask, don't tell thing. Everybody's so worried that if gays go into the military that they're going to hop on whoever's in the bunk above them or below them. Whoever thinks that is so stupid. What gay person, male or female, in the right mind would take a chance of losing their life just to go get laid? Yeah. Well, see, that's I agree. the way... Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Republicans think. They think, you know, everybody's stupid. But see, they don't even realize how stupid they are. They don't even realize how they sound when they put themselves out there like that. You know, the country and move on. This is the only country that but we can go around the world and tell other people how to run their country and tell them what they're doing wrong towards their people. But look how you judging people because who they are. How can yeah. you tell a wrong person what they can do? Let them and they God deal with that. You can't tell nobody. Like I said, every time I hear one of the Republicans put down a group of people like gay people and Muslims and blacks and Spanish, everybody, they're the only people paying taxes, everybody living off them, the poor right. people want the, the over. You know, they just a group of hateful people. They're in the world by themselves. They ain't got no friends because they're in this only circus that they in, and they ain't getting nowhere, because when you look at the young generation, these kids, 17, 18, 19, these kids getting along. They like gays. Everybody getting along. But them yeah. kind of people, they ain't going to do nothing but burn in hell. Let them be who they are. And people like us, just call their ass out when they stuck up. To me, they just stuck on stupid. They don't know no better. So, I agree. So, you know, you just... They just don't know no better, so you can't get angry. I call them just to piss them off and make them start hollering on the phone, and they get to calling me the N words. And see, that's oh, the yeah. type of, of people they, they are. Well, that's Soon you start say. calling them out, say. but they're going to be this. the chosen one. Let me say this first. Um, the thing is that that's the, what they do do, though, is they can't have a conversation without no. uh, regress, regressing into calling someone the N-word or F-word or hey, any other They can't do it because, because it really belies their true nature. Their true nature is full, filled with hatred, and they just hate people. And so that comes out because they don't know how else to, to relate to people. So if it's someone that right. they know or they're talking to, they can't have an actual civil conversation. I've had several, many conservatives call on the show trying to discuss something with me, trying to talk to me, and all they end up doing is start screaming and yelling at me and yelling and yelling. It will not let me speak, yeah. so I cut them off. Yeah. But if I go on their show 
and I ask them for 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 the same courtesy I give them to speak. I'll give them even, like one one time I let some, some guy speak for ten minutes on my show, and ten minutes, and he just kept talking and talking, and everything he said was bullshit. Finally, I said, okay, let me <laughs> stop and let me respond. To it is all the world. Move on, and then I started to speak like three words into what I was saying. No, no, no. He started screaming and yelling and yelling. Wouldn't let me speak. I, so I cut him off, hung up on his ass because he didn't respect me. So I say to them, look, if you want to talk to me, if you want to have a conversation, that's great. I will talk to you. We can discuss, have a discourse, a conversation, uh-huh. which means two-way street. But if you come on my show and you want to just yell at me and scream at me and not let me be heard, well, fuck you. Goodbye. So that's the way it works. But they don't give you, don't, you the same no, courtesy. You don't want to do that. You don't, don't want to do, do that. What? You wouldn't want to fuck you don't. You <laughs> no, don't use the f word with them. <laughs> no, they might get excited. You don't want to do that. You might catch them. If, you're right, Emmy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you use the, if you say "fuck me," they might get excited. Cause see, that's right. A lot of them in the closet. <laughs> That's right. See, I know that the they could come out now. They could come around and put their dress on. It's cool. We still gonna do it. We ain't gonna hate on you because you put your dress on and your makeup. Come on with it. I know. It's cool. Know. It's a free world today. We ain't yeah. judging you. You doing all the judging, but you the one that God gonna take well, the habit. But the you call the people n words. You call the people faggots. You call yeah. the chinks. You call the Mexicans. You know you got a name for everybody. Right. And then when you when you turn on the news. Oh, pregnant Bush guy just set out the closet. Right. The guy who who was out there picking against everything against gay people, and he had five or six boyfriends. Right. Well, look. The, the, <laughs> oh, you the, problem they, the problem they have, though, the problem that conservatives, the the, the the bigoted conservatives, I should say, have is that they, it's fear. It's fear that's been ingrained in them by either the, the yeah, communities or their church or their their parents or whomever. And so that's what homophobia is. And so they're, if they are gay, if they are in fact gay, not everyone who's homophobic is gay, but a lot of times that's the case. If they are in fact gay, they're afraid to come out because they've been they've been conditioned all their life to, to hate gay people. So they don't want to hate, you yeah. know be seen as that. And so it's just sad and it's it's terrible that this is the society we live in that tells people that. Two thousand ten, we still got to go yeah. through this. Yeah, two thousand ten, huh? Hey, Gary. Hello? You know what? It all yeah. comes down to one thing. They all have about as much sense as a wooden nickel broken half and burnt to a crisp. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> you remember, could I say this? You remember we had eight years of George Bush and this country went down to hell. Oh, they don't, don't, right. don't torture us by reminding us. <laughs> Thank you, but they don't remember none of that. No. Oh, Somehow it always Obama, he Obama. did all this. He's a mm-hmm. cause of all this. Right. Not George right. Bush, not the hero Reagan. Because when the deck went up in the back in the day, Reagan ran it up just as high, you know. But they don't remember all this. All no. they remember, old Bobby in the White House. Actually, he, listen, he I actually saw country. a chart. I actually saw a chart that showed the the facts, not not opinion. But the fact is that from Carter, I'm sorry, yeah, Carter until Obama, that the national debt went up, deficit. I mean, went up. Uh, considerably every time a Republican was in office and every time a Democrat was in office it went down and when Clinton was in office it was we had a we had a surplus. So it's always Republicans no the funny thing is the Republicans always say they always say that they believe in, in um small less spending, right? Less spending. But actually oh. they're doing the most spending of everybody. And that's just illustrates a lot of their other points about who they are, they they say these things, this isn't what they're about, but the truth is they're about something else. It's not really what they say they're about. And, and what's this? Let the re- okay. Soon Obama give up. 
soon we get a a, a, a Republican president, watch we be in another war. Watch they go there and try to fight that other country around. Not a yeah, it's a, what's one over there that they we just they just love Afghanistan. War. Not Afghanistan. It's just, Iraq. Afghanistan. Iran, what? what, what, what we, are, we already in them two countries. It's the one that they want to fight, and that's the man that they're trying to build weapons and stuff, and they want to go in and look all through his country. See, they know how to make up lies on people. You know you know who I'm talking about. Like he come over here, and he talks about George Bush. He talks about, you know, he let them know. Come yeah. on with it, because I know that's all they're trying to do, start another war, because they drink blood like they say, I drink Kool-Aid. <laughs> all right. Well, look, hey, Gary, I appreciate you calling in. I'm going to take a break, so I just wanted to let you know I appreciate you calling in. I really appreciate what you had to say because it was uh, very interesting. It was finally good to hear somebody somebody new call in and actually give some uh Well, I'm new, and I, I thought I'd see somebody disrespect my people, no, so I had to call them out on it. but I appreciate you standing oh. up for, for gay people and, you know, whether you're I do. Yes, I you know, am, I definitely. I appreciate it. So look, thank I you. Got, call back in I got time. two great... I have two gay nephews, and I love the shit out of them. And I ain't going to oh, let nobody disrespect them. Excellent. Well, you better make sure they have enough toilet paper if you love the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks right. a lot, Gary. I appreciate it. Okay. Later. <laughs> Bye. Okay. All right, that was Gary. Um, I'm going to take a break real quick, and I'll be right back. Okay. That's it, baby, when you got it, flaunt it, flaunt it, This is the Divine Miss Sam, and I'm here to share with you some rare and stimulating insights into my cosmic fabulosity. It's really very simple. I simply believe with all my heart, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, damn it.
Okay, we're back. That was uh, beautiful with Bette Midler, uh, a very powerful, empowering song, I should say. Um, okay, well, we've got uh, – well, we did have another caller, but they hung up, so we don't have another caller. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to stay on the line right now with Lady Cougar and uh, just continue to talk a little bit about what I was going to talk about tonight, which was um, there's also the uh, – I talked about gay bullying earlier, but there was also I was going to discuss some um, education in public schools about anti-homophobic education. And a lot of people have an issue with um, people uh, discussing gay anything in school, and there's always a question about when's the right time to introduce homosexuality into the school, or, or if at all, and most don't want it introduced at all. Well. A lot of people say that teaching about homosexuality in schools condones homosexuality. Um, and the fact is that uh, gay people have lives like everybody else, and there's no distinct gay lifestyle, quote-unquote lifestyle. So, I mean, gay people are coming all kinds, so there's no distinct gay lifestyle. There are gay people who go out to the bars every night and have sex with someone, yes. But there are also gay people who, got, who stay home every night with their partner and um, watch TV and eat dinner and go to bed um, without sex sometimes. So, I mean, just like heterosexual people, there are sluts and there are, there are people who are not sluts and there are people who, and it's okay to be a slut, it's okay to be not a slut, it's okay to be one way or the other, whatever. But the point is, it runs the gamut. So you can't just say there's a distinct lifestyle, which I hate hearing that all the time. But teachers, cannot, they can teach about uh, unfamiliar topics to help students develop you know, respect for other people and to acknowledge uh, gay people's contribution to society. And so... It's a teacher's job to present accurate, age-appropriate information to students. That's what a teacher's job is. So, And people often say that teaching about homosexuality in schools involves talking about gay sex. Well, anti-gay anti, uh, education, or I'm sorry, anti-homophobic education, uh, it can be done lots of ways, and most of the time it doesn't involve any kind of discussion of sex or sexual practices whatsoever. So... Um, and when it, if it does involve that, you know, um, that could be something that the parents can can opt out of, just like they would opt out of a normal sexual education class or whatever. Um, otherwise, you know, teachers can talk about role models in history or read a story about gender families, like same gender families, like you know, male male, female female families. Um, they can talk about the oppression that gay people have gone through, and these things are not going to harm people. It's just going to educate them about what gay people have had to struggle with throughout. Um, throughout history, just like with civil rights of any kind. Um, I've got a phone call. I'm going to let's see here. Hold on a second. Oh, no, we don't. Sorry. <laughs> I guess it went away. Uh, anyway, um, so we have all these things you can talk about, you know, in schools, and I think it's fine to talk about uh, things. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
Um, Gunslinger says that should not be taught in school. Gunslinger, are you talking about, what are you talking about? And feel free to call in if you want. The call-in number for people is 323-843-6160. But be more specific about what you feel should not be taught in school. Um, But if you're talking about gay rights issues, you're talking about gay sex, whatever, Gay sex probably should not be taught, obviously. No, I agree. I don't think any kind of sex that really should that really should be left to the parents, in my opinion. But I think that um, gay rights and what gays, the gay struggle and oppression that people have gone through is perfectly fine. Um, anyway, what do you think, Lady Cougar? Do you think that that's okay, or what do you think? I think that they need to cover more boundaries in school than what they have, not only in something like gay or heterosexual, but medical things, as an example, with me being an epileptic, a lot of schools here in West Virginia still don't know that much about epilepsy. They need to go in and get the professors, if they have to, or whomever, to explain that you don't choose to be gay, you're born that way. Yeah, right, I agree. However, there are some... And I always get into arguments on other shows about this. There are some, and I know a few, that may have started and thought they were heterosexual. I know a woman that has some kids. Yeah. But at the same time, her husband was very abusive. She watched her father be abusive. Therefore, she, once she got out of the marriage, she did not want to go through that again. She thought that everybody was that way. She went to the other side. Right. Right. Well, that happens a lot, though, with lesbians more often than with gay men. You know, I talked about that before once, but um, it seems like lesbians often come out later in life, like Meredith Baxter-Bernie was straight all over her life, and then she got into her 50s, and now she's a lesbian. Does that mean she was always a lesbian? Uh, Meredith Baxter-Bernie, remember the mom on Family Ties? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I actually, actually had, I went to a dinner with her, HRC dinner, uh, Human Rights Campaign Fund dinner, last year, uh, fundraiser. And she was there. She's one of the, go- the guests there. And, uh, yeah, so she came out just a couple of years ago. She's been with her partner for, like, 10 years or something, I think. But um, she came out just a couple of years ago, and she'd been married to the same guy for, like, 20 years or whatever. And, she, you know, she felt that she was probably always a lesbian, but she kind of denied it to herself, blah, blah, blah. Um, and kind of just, when, as she got divorced from her husband, even though she loved him, she finally had the opportunity to be whom she felt she really was, and so she went with that. And so that does happen a lot, I think. And and that's fine. People, people don't always know who they are. And sometimes maybe someone who's gay isn't gay and they think they're straight. I don't, I've never heard of that happening, but it probably could happen. The problem I, that I have with that is, though, most of the time people who are, who claim to be straight, I'm sorry, who claim to be uh, gay and then become straight, I think really were gay all along and still are. I don't think you really come out of it, but who am I to say? I don't know. Most of the time they're bi. Yeah, I know. I agree. I, I mean, think they would be okay. more considered more bi because they've had both of them. And if you're going to be gay, you either want one, you either are female and you just want a female or a male and just want a male. If you end up with both of them, there's no question you're going to be considered, or it is considered by because you've had them both. Right. (laughs) People don't like that label, though. That's the problem. It's a label thing. People say, 
you know, are you straight? Are you gay? And they want you to fit in a little niche. And so people who are are bi often have to defend themselves for saying, look, I like both, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But, As you I said, know, what pisses me off, it, men especially love the idea of the two women, but they say they want to puke with the men. That's because... And that's... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and that's just not right. No. That, to me, that's hypocritical... It is hypocritical, but it's really because our, I've said this before. Our society is patriarchal, and it's it's ruled by men, and it's uh, d- developed by men. The way we think is all that sort of stuff. So the problem is that men are threatened by gay two men together because it threatens their own sexuality in some way or another, whether they're gay or not. And whereas with a two women, they find that to be sexual hot or whatever because they're straight men into women, so that's okay. So it doesn't threaten them that two women have sex, but it threatens them oftentimes that two guys do. It threatens their masculinity, or, even though it shouldn't. Right. Or that's their what they're more worried about is that he's got more hanging there than he <laughs> Well, <does>. that too. <laughs> well, you I know, I mean... I didn't mean that necessarily, just, but that too, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's you funny know? because... Yeah, I mean, that's funny because a lot of straight guys who don't like gay men, and, you know, if they were to watch gay porn, they would see that... Uh, I mean, if you look at straight porn and look at gay porn, the gay guys' porn, the men usually have larger penises, generally speaking, <laughs> at least in my experience, anyway. Um, so, anyway, that could be true. But, you know, if they feel they have a problem with gay guys, that's their issue. It's not, I don't care. I mean, the thing is, it, I don't care what somebody, that's, I've said this before, I don't care what somebody does in their bedroom one way or the other, if they're straight or gay or whatever. It's 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 between them and whoever whomever they're having sex with. It's not about me. Uh, and so they should feel the same way. They should, they should get out of my bedroom and just pay attention to their own lives, you know. It shouldn't matter what I do in my bedroom. Who cares? So, anyway, um, somebody said in a chat room. Say what I do in mine. What's that? Say again. I said I'd hate to say what I do in mine. Uh oh. <laughs> well. I have my kitty litter. I got my cat food. I got my stuffed animals. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, scandalous! Can't believe what I got for Christmas. It was about four feet tall and very soft, and I sleep with it. Is it a body pillow? No, it's a stuffed bear. It's a big old teddy bear. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, somebody had said in the uh, chat room that they felt that, or Gunslinger, I think Gunslinger had said something about the fact that he he thought that um, gays, he said, I'm not gay, but if I had a child in school, I would not want my kid hearing that. And I think he's talking about sex ed. I don't know if he means uh, specifically gay sex ed or if he means sex ed, period. Well, I personally well, I personally feel that sex ed should be taught to some degree if possible, but I really ultimately feel it should be left to the parents because even though I went through, through sexual education, when I went through sex ed, uh, we talked about, they showed us the, the film about the girls and what happens with girls and also what happens with the guys, but specifically what happens to girls, I guess, and they showed the girls what happens to guys. Well, I was sitting there wanting to see what happens to the guys because I was gay, <laughs> even though I didn't know it yet. And so uh, what happens with guys, I mean. So I, I was sort of, um, 
you know, I, I educated through sex ed as well, but it wasn't, um, it didn't scar me or anything. And so if, it, if I had seen some kind of gay sex thing, it would have been helpful for me, not, it wouldn't have scarred me. And if the, if the, if the straight kids who became straight later in life and were straight all along um, saw a gay sexual show, that's not going to make them gay any more than that straight show that I saw made me gay because I'm not gay. I'm, I mean, made me straight because I'm not straight, I'm gay. So, I don't think it would matter if they showed a gay sex ed show any more than a straight sex ed show. But I don't think that's really the place of the school. I think really the school should focus on more, um, like you were saying, sort of health education and things that what happens to your body that way, but not really the sexual act. Um, what do you think about that? Well, I think that it should. It's a catch-50, or what is it, catch-52? Uh, catch twenty two. Twenty two, yeah. Um, yeah, because it depends on the belief. Personally, I believe it's no one's choice. I believe that it's you're made that way, and a lot of people say that God doesn't make His children that way, but something makes you that way if it's genetic or whatever, and I think that it should be taught that if it if you know someone or if a person is homosexual, bisexual, heterosexual, it's not so much their choice. However, yeah. the, the the one person that has the main choice is a heterosexual and they have the choice of getting a taste of the apple. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, a literally. Same, a gay person has the same choice. A gay person can do the same thing. A gay person can... Yeah, they can, do, but most you know. of them that I know of are, you know, they would rather stay and not try because I, I'm trying to think of the right word or the way to put it. Uh, just like the straight or the heterosexuals, some think that it's so gross to be with the same sex. I think there are some gays that think it would be so gross to be with the well, opposite of course. sex. Yeah, However, I... you know, it's more if a heterosexual wanted to try, they could do it so secretly and nobody would know, just like the old uh, download deal. Yeah. You know, you you go to... All these buddies that are usually married get together, and each week they have a certain pair that gets to the bedroom while you guys play cards or whatever, and yet they want to claim they're straight. Now, to me, that's stupid. Uh, hold on a second. Mark Brickley said something I want to respond to, because uh, you know how, how wise he is. Um, he said something oh, about... Uh, yeah. My said, he said, my sister was seduced by her 12th grade English teacher and remained gay for life, by the way. And I said to him, well, then she was gay to begin with. He said, not really. I said, yes, really. He said, she loved guys until that. And he said, pictures all over her room and dated a lot of nice guys. Well, um, you should be realized, first of all, that 
someone whom is gay, and I did this too before I came out when I was 14, someone who is gay is going to try their hardest to hide it. They're not going to be all, ooh, I'm gay, because if they're uncomfortable with it, they're going to try to hide it and try to date people of the opposite sex. They're going to try to have evidence like posters in her room or, or guys calling or whatever her deal was. So that's not something that's surprising, Mark, that she had all these things happen and then all of a sudden you think she became gay. She was gay all along and she was hiding it before that. She didn't be changed to be gay. It's just like there's there's lots of men who are molested um, by women or men, whatever, but if they're molested by a man and they're straight, um, after they have uh, sex with a man, they may it, it's true, they can become confused sexually because of that, because they're young and inexperienced until they get older and realize what their true sexual nature is, that they are heterosexual. That is true. That can happen, and that's happened. I've seen it before. It can also happen in reverse with a gay person who has had sex with a straight person, and they were molested like a boy who's molested by a woman, for example, which happens, and he he thinks maybe he he thinks he's heterosexual for a large portion of his life or in his teen years, and then realizes later that he was never heterosexual but was confused by what happened to him sexually. So that's true that that can happen. I know that that's true, and psychologically it happens. That's true. However, that doesn't change the nature of who they are. They're still gay. They're still straight. They are what they are all along. So the fact that you think your sister was straight to begin with is not true. She was always gay. I mean, that's my opinion. I don't know your sister. You know your sister. Blah, blah, blah. But that's my opinion from my experience of knowing so many gay people and so many straight people in my life. Um, so, anyway, that's how I feel about that. Um, okay. Now, I can sort of argue with you on that. Okay. From a personal point of view. Yes. Um, I was straight. I was man crazy. Uh, I got the hots for this guy that went to school with my mother. Mm -hmm. I was 16. I had read all these romance novels, you know, where it talks about sparks flying and all this kind of bullshit. Okay. (laughs) I let him know I was interested. He got me. um, I chose him to be the one to take my virginity. After him, first of all, there was nothing but pain. Yeah. Um, I know, but he enjoyed it so much, mm-hmm. and he was working at this place at a bowling alley, mm-hmm. and you know, he would get because we bowled. He'd bring me a coke. Well, him and this guy that went to school with my aunt decided to spike my drink. And the two of them took me into this room. And one went in the back, one went in my mouth, and they put this object in me. I couldn't do anything. I was sort of like paralyzed. Yeah. And you got a, a scarring incident as a result of that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is... I was injured to the point from the object in me because it got stuck and they had to really pull it out that I got ripped open, almost bled to death. That is... So I became scared of men. Of course. For about the next 15 years or so, I would have a boyfriend here and there, Mm -hmm. but I had more girlfriends. Yeah. 
until I found a guy that I married. Yeah. And now, I mean, we're divorced. I've had boyfriends and so forth since then. But... I say I'm bi, but the more I look at it, I am more straight. So that's what I was saying, though. That's what I was. I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, but like he was saying that she turned gay uh, for the rest of her life, and you said that she was gay from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, you can turn that way, but I mean, I call it the seven-year itch with myself. Right. After so long, I might start, if I see something on TV, get interested. But I'm too damn old to care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> if I was still in my 20s and 30s, I might be right. hitting a couple well, gay what bars. I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying, though, is that, that the thing you're saying, I agree with what you're saying, and that's what I'm saying, though, is that you said you're saying you're heterosexual and then you had this very scarring incident that happened the sexual incident that happened to you that was very traumatic obviously both physically and uh emotionally and then you uh sort of turned towards having sex with women because you were afraid of having sex with men but you really feel you're more heterosexual and mostly have been most of your life and that's fine and i agree that's fine but that's what i was saying is that she even if she had a i mean i'm not saying that just because she had a scarring incident um, and then she became gay as a result of it. Uh, I don't think that she became gay as a result of it. I think you, just because you had a uh, scarring incident, doesn't make you gay. I'm just saying that you probably all along had some sort of tendency towards women. I, I, anyway, if that had not happened to you, what I'm saying, if you had not been uh, raped or whatever you want to call what happened to you, which was horrible, but if you want to uh, you know, call it raped, let's say that, um, then... If even if that not had, had not happened, you probably still would have had the same, precal, you know, um, you know, uh, leniency towards women in some instance. Would you have acted on it? Maybe, maybe not. But the fact is, you still had it, and that's why I'm just saying that this, his sister probably always had it. And so even if she'd not been molested by a woman, I assume it was a woman, um, she probably still would have been a lesbian or still have had that recollection anyway. That's all I'm saying. And so I, I'm just agreeing with yeah. you to a, a great degree. I don't disagree. So I mean. I think that people become sexuality is very is very um difficult because people be, are what they are for a variety of reasons but I think that it is pretty much programmed into you uh at birth or at, at least in the first 4 or 5 years of your life if it's environmental so um so I don't think that you really can change it I think it is set uh, whatever it is, whether you're gay, straight, bi, whatever, I think it kind of is set. Because it's such a strong, strong urge, one way or the other or in between, <laughs> um, you have such a strong pull sexually. And, you know, people are what they are. I don't think you can change it as a result of what happens to you in your life. Once it's set, it's set, I believe. So that's what I think. I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm sorry that happened to you, though. I wanted to say that I'm sorry that that happened to you. That's a horrible thing to have uh-huh. happened to somebody. Um that's very sad. I'm sorry that happened to you. That was long. That was when you were 16, well, though, right? Yeah, it was 35 yeah. years ago. Wow. I'm sorry. That's a horrible thing. Anyway. Um, thanks. What's that? I said thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Then. I'm going to take a break, and I'll be back in just a minute, Okay.
uh, uh, an unshaven chest usually for me, but it just depends on the guy. So anyway, um, but we were talking about uh, shaving and all that kind of stuff, and, and most people I think are um, it's a it's about the eye of the beholder. Some people like you know people like guys with beards, some guys like guys without beards or goatees, or some guys like bald guys, some guys like hair, guys with lots of hair on their head, and other places as well. I mean, it's all depends on the guy, right? And as far as women go, I mean, what about makeup? You know, I mean, it's like um, for women. I would hate if I were, you know, if I were a woman and have to wear makeup all the time. Women have got to wear makeup. They've got to do their hair. They've got to shave. They've got to. They've got so much maintenance to do. It's freaking crazy. And of course, as a gay guy, most gay guys have a lot of maintenance too. But nowhere near what women have to go through on a daily basis. So, um, I think it's pretty scary what women have to go through. And um, I hopefully that you know people will um, will. Um, it's just what you like. Yeah, that's true, Gunslinger. It is just what you like. I mean, what you like is what you like, right? So, um, but back to the topic before, I was talking about um, um, gay, gays and homophobia and that kind of crap in um, public schools. When I say crap, I don't mean it's crap. That's just how I talk. Um, so, um, uh, basically, what we've come up with tonight is just basically, you know, what. Um, Homophobia is. We discussed what is homophobia. We discussed. Uh, we played the clip by Barney Frank and discussed what he had to say about it. We discussed the gay uh, quote unquote agenda and what that is. We talked about um, don't ask, don't tell, and the caller who called in saying that it's going to be a bloodbath basically uh, once uh, don't ask, don't tell gets repealed or is officially put into play because. He was saying that basically they're going to kill all the gay guys and their units and stuff. Well, you know, I find that to be pretty. Typical response is the right-wingers always use fear as their main tactic. They always use fear. That's what they go to. It's like their go-to thing. They want to uh, instill fear in gay people so that gay people will, I don't know what, they expect us to do, go back and just say, oh, okay, you can keep it in place. You can keep Don't Ask, Don't Tell in place. You know, and whenever there's any kind of uh, civil rights progress at all, uh, there is um, there's always some kind of major backlash, and so this is expected. This kind of a backlash was completely expected by all people who were in favor of don't ask, don't tell, gays and not gay. Um, so it's just the beginning, and there probably will be a lot of violence to some degree uh, in the ranks. Um, but people like this asshole caller who called in. Uh, trying to instill fear in me or in other people. And I find that to be sad. I find that to be sad. But as I said, that's what the right-wingers do. The conservative right-wingers always want to use fear as their go-to. Um, when really all it does to me is is empower me and, and energize me to uh, work Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Harder and harder and harder uh, to, um, to fight their ignorance and their stupidity because um, I am someone who's fueled by... Um, in a, in a positive way, by hatred, because I don't like hatred. I hate it. I've said it many times in my show. I don't like it at all in any form. Um, you know, and I've, I've said many times I hate hatred. So, and it's true. I do hate hatred. I think it's a uh, uh, it's insidious. So, whenever I do run across it, I am um, called in my own my own way to stand up to it. So, whenever I see any kind of uh, injustice or any kind of um, wrongdoing against someone, I'm the kind of person who will stand up for that person, even at my own self, ex- my own expense, because I feel that person needs to be helped in some way, if, if they need to be helped. So I do. Anytime I see someone who needs to be helped or someone's being called uh, a, a nigger or a faggot or, I don't know, wetback or whatever or other racial or homophobic slur you can think of, um I say, hey, that's not okay. You know, don't say that. That's not okay. Or fuck you, or whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm somebody who stands up to that shit because it's bullshit. All, all of it's just bullshit. It's just fucking bullshit. I'm so fucking sick of it because uh, it, it doesn't ever go away, and it's never gonna go away. We're always gonna have, we're always gonna have, um, we're always gonna have hatred in this world. And the thing is, people often say, oh, well, it's not. I don't hate gay people. I don't hate gay people. I just um, don't believe in them having equal rights. I said this at the beginning of the show. I don't hate gay people, but I don't believe in them having equal rights. I don't hate pe- gay people, but I don't believe in gay marriage. I don't hate gay people, but I think they should be, they're going to hell. I don't hate gay people, but I think they should, someone should slip, slip their throat because they're wrong or they're morally in, inaccurate or something. I don't hate people, gay people, but I don't, um, I think that they're they're less uh, less important to the world than a heterosexual. I don't hate gay people, but gay sex is is inferior to heterosexual sex. I don't hate gay people, but they can't adopt children. I don't hate gay people, uh, but 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 that's all I fucking hear all the time. But 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 you know, usually when somebody says but, I don't know where I heard this quote, but usually when somebody says the word but, everything they said in front of but is is bullshit, and. I really feel that way a lot of the time. It's not always the case, obviously, but a lot of times it is. And, you know, I want to know why people can never admit to being uh, homophobic when they are. I want to pause and have a caller and see what they have to say. Evan Will, looks like you're on the line. Hello? You're on the air. Okay, well, he hung up. Maybe because I knew his name. I don't know why. Uh, anyway, thanks for calling Evan Will, but he didn't want to say anything. So um, anyway, so I just am, you know, what I was saying is I am completely energized and completely energized by the hatred that these people throw out at us. So if they want to hate me, they want to hate gay people and because they're of their own internalized homophobia, because they themselves are probably gay or because they themselves are um, – uh, were raised that way and to believe that way. You know, people, you can believe whatever it is you want to believe. You don't have to believe what you were taught because even when you know it's wrong, you know, it's just like people who um, didn't stand up to slavery or people who didn't stand up to the Nazis in, in Nazi Germany because of their, they feared their own life and their own safety and their own comforts. Is it easier to stay and sit behind the lines and watch from the sideline 
and not get involved? Yes, of course it's easier. But usually the easier thing, the easier thing is not the right thing to do, you know. So usually the the harder thing is the, the, is the more accurate thing to do, the more morally correct thing to do, depending on your morality, obviously. So the problem I, I have with it is, you know, uh, it's getting I'm getting really tired of it, but um, as I said earlier, it just continues to energize me to work harder to uh, fight against these idiots. So, and as I said, it's not just homophobia; it's not just gay people. It's uh, it's uh, people who are, are racist, or people who are um, against certain religions because it's not their own religion or whatever. Um, someone is asking a question: What do you mean by gender preference? Is in the mind? Oh, I think he was talking to someone else. Sorry. Um, let me see what they're saying in the chat room. Don't ask, don't tell, maybe the smarter way to go. Telling everyone your personal choices gives a person enemies things to complain about. You can see a person's race, but gender preference is in the mind. Well, Mark Brickley, um, you know, that's you can also say that race is in one's mind, too, actually. It's not just uh, about how you look on the outside, because I know plenty of, of black people whom you would swear were Caucasian in every way because they were raised in a Caucasian neighborhood or a Caucasian society or a Caucasian person who is black in every way. You know, it's it's about a state of mind. And yeah, obviously race technically is genetic, but I think being gay is too. You may disagree with that. Obviously you do. But it's not about uh, gender preference. It's about a sexual orientation, and that's the difference between the two. Hold on, I have another unknown caller. Let's see what he has to say or she. You're on the air. Dude, listen. Push-ups. Cock push-ups? Okay, I don't know what that was. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... Uh, anyone anyone well, agree you? Go ahead. Uh, Prank Call USA was in the chat room for a few minutes. So be prepared. There's a uh, show that likes to do the prank calls. Yeah, he he actually said something to me in a private message. He said, wow, you sound hot or something like that. Uh, I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> so anyway, I, I didn't take it seriously, but thank you for telling me that, though. Um, one angry Jew, you say you're homophobic. Okay, whatever. You're not homophobic. And if you are homophobic, you're an idiot, so stop being homophobic. You're too smart to be homophobic. Stop being an idiot, okay? I don't believe you're homophobic, but if you want to say what you mean by that, feel free to let me know. Um, what, uh, I'm sorry. One angry Jew. I am one happy Jew, and I choose heterosexual. I do not have a problem with that. There is no outward sign of gender preference. It is in the mind. That's what I meant. Um, okay. There is no sign, outward sign of gender preference. Well, that's not necessarily true either, because people actually do... Uh, um, you can kind of, that's what gaydar is about, in my opinion. You can kind of tell who's gay and who's not when you're gay, specifically. So, Especially um, if they're a drag queen. Yeah, hello. <laughs> that makes it even more obvious, right? So it's kind of obvious. Really? So I don't think you're right, Mark Rickley, about that. Like a lot of things, I don't think you're right. So hello, Evan. Will, you hung up on the phone. Why did you hang up the phone? I tried to take your call, whoever you are. Uh, any reason for that? You can feel free to call back. The number is three two three eight four three six one six zero. Gay, you're you're a gay one angry Jew. One angry Jew, really? Okay. Um, whatever. <laughs> whatever. If you say so. Um, anyway, so as I was just saying, you know, uh, 
as I said earlier in the program, though, if you actually see someone being brutalized physically, oh, I've got another caller. Let's see who they are. If it's uh, one angry Jew or whoever it may be, hold on. You're on the air. Hard fucking. Get on. Okay. Well, they're actually coming to the show tonight. That's weird. They should know I'd actually hang up with their asses. Um, if you actually witness some kind of, um, tomorrow I'm going to have sex with water bottles. Okay, one angry Jew, you're going to do that with basic bitch. You guys should get along just fine. Uh, if you do witness some kind of brutality against someone, whether they're gay or ra- they're a different race or whatever it may be, you know, as I was saying earlier, ask yourself, what would you do in that situation? Would you actually stand up to that person? Would you actually do something? Would you actually say help or, or call for help or 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 confront the 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 bigot, uh, or would you just walk on by and let them be? Um, there's that show that's on TV called What Would You Do? I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. Um, and it's a 2020 special thing with John Quinones. I would think, I think that's his name. And what he does is he has these certain situations, um, and uh, they film them, you know, like a secret camera, kind of hidden camera kind of thing. And I think that... Uh, <laughs> I think that... Um, uh, it's pretty interesting because they'll have like gay people, like one one of them was a gay couple in a, a cafeteria or a diner or, or a uh, restaurant with their kids, their two kids adopted or whatever, maybe not adopted, and they were sitting there eating, and um, the waiter was really homophobic and was saying, you know, you really should go somewhere else with your gayness, whatever, and. Um, and uh, they he's been really mean to them and calling them names and everything else. And everybody in the restaurant didn't was not in, in on this. Everybody else in the restaurant was uh, just there for real. And uh, you know, half the time or more than half the time, no one ever said anything. No one ever said, you know, well, you're an asshole. Fuck you. I was talking to the manager. It was only like you know, 20 percent of the time that someone did that. Or when there was a gay kid who was coming out to his mother in a restaurant in a similar situation, and he was saying, "I'm gay," so everybody could hear him. And then the mom saying, I will not have a gay son, you're dead to me, whatever. And he was crying, and she was saying horrible, horrible, horrible things to him. And the question is, is it really your place to get involved in such a thing? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, but the fact is, if, if a child is being harmed or, or browbeaten or whatever in some way, I think you should probably get involved, and I would certainly get involved in that case. I wouldn't just sit there, sit on by. I would have gone up to their mother or their father and calmly sat them down and said, what is your problem with gay people, blah, 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 and try to help this kid through it. But most people would just walk on by and not say or do anything, and I think that's wrong. I think that people should actually uh, uh, intervene, but that's just me. So, um, and Mark Brickley... Freddie Mercury looked gay, but in many people, it is not obvious to me. Well, Freddie Mercury was gay, but I guess you know that already. Um, You can't tell just by looking usually. Well, um, you know, you don't have very good gaydar, I guess. I mean, gay guys have good gaydar, I guess, just because we have to have it to survive, right? We've got to know who's gay and who's not. So um, live out loud with with Aaron Frick. I promise you that if I, you saw me in just about any context, you'd know. And I don't wear cross-gender clothing or anything. Well, live out loud. Why don't you give us a call, 323-843-6160, and let me know what that means exactly. Um, I'm not sure what you mean by that. <laughs> uh, are you, like, effeminately gay or whatever? And a lot of people have a problem with effeminate gays, um, meaning, you know, there's some gay guys uh, who are highly masculine, and you would never know... Uh, that they're gay the stereotypical way, 
by looking at them or hearing them speak or watching them walk or what they do. You know, they're just straight in every way except the fact they prefer to have sex with men instead of women. Then there are gays who are incredibly effeminate um, that are, uh, you know, more outwardly gay, and um, there are gays in between. So I would say I'm kind of in between. I'm not I'm not effeminately gay, and I'm not, like, ultra-masculine. I'm just kind of the guy next door kind of a gay. You know, I'm not anything, uh, any one way in particular. But the uh, gay guys, oh, we've got a phone call. Let's see what they have to say. I'm sure it's another prank call. Hold on. <laughs> Caller, you're on the air. Okay. So, um, you know, if you are, the thing is, the effeminate gay people often bother people a lot. They often are really bothered by them, and I think it's it's stupid, but it also speaks to people's own issues, even, whether you're homophobic or not. But even gay people can be homophobic. I don't know if you know what that means, but gay people can be homophobic themselves because they don't like themselves or are ashamed of being gay in some small way or another. Um, because, like a lot, of, there's a lot of gay people in the gay community who don't like those highly effeminate gay people, gay men specifically, because they are uh, an embarrassment or an affront to the gay movement they feel or whatever, or, or, or the fact that they are not like that, they think it shows poorly on them. I personally feel like the, those those guys who are like really effeminate and swishy, as they say, and that kind of thing. I, I, who cares? I mean, it's it's a per, per, perfectly um, legitimate and honest um, sexual expression, and that's all it is: is sexual expression. They're expressing their sexuality just like everybody does every day. Not everybody expresses it loudly the way they do, meaning as vocally or as obviously, because their sexuality is worn on their sleeve, so to speak. But they do um, have a right to be completely open with their their sexuality if they want to be. I have no problem with them. If they want to march down the street and drag, or if they want to march down the street and do whatever they do, who cares? That's their right. Just like it's the the, hetero, the extremely heterosexual quote stereotypical heterosexual acting uh, gay guy's right to play sports and do all the things that a typical straight guy would do. It's the same thing actually. Both of them are actually doing drag in a way. The gay guy who's extremely effeminate is doing drag in his way, and the other guy is doing it his way. Because both ways are really just wearing a, a costume or a, a character. Um, really, it's the same thing, just at different ends of the spectrum. There's another caller. I'm going to see what they have to say. 936, you're on the air. You're on the air. Hello? Okay, goodbye. Okay, so um, I was at a gay party once. This is what Mark Brickley says. I was at a gay party once, and the BDSM gays had a big fight with the quote-unquote normal gays about where the who were the quote-unquote correct gays. I just mainly ran for cover. I had no idea what that was about. Well, um, there are BDSM heterosexuals, just like there are BDSM gay people. And there are, quote-unquote, normal heterosexuals. I just said there are, quote-unquote, normal gays, too, FYI. Uh, the sexual subcultures within the gay community exist in the heterosexual community as well, first of all. Um, someone just asked me a question. I have a question wondering if I can detect who's gay, doesn't it mean I have a little gay in me? And no, uh, the person who asked that question, I don't know if you want people to know who you asked that question because you said in private, but... Uh, no, it doesn't mean you have a little gay in you. It has nothing to do with being gay. I don't think gaydar 
if you have gaydar, it doesn't mean you're gay. I have plenty of female friends who have great gaydar who are completely straight, and uh, some straight gay friends too. So no, that is not the case. I don't think gaydar comes exclusively with gay people. I just think most gay people have really good gaydar. So um, I think you should uh, not think you're gay because you have good gaydar, okay? Um, anyway, so as I was saying, there's BDSM in both sides of the place. So there's subcultures in the gay community. You've got the you've got the leather daddy kind of gays. You've got the bear kind of gays. You've got the um, the quote unquote normal gays or guy next door gays. And you've got the uh, ultra masculine gays. You've got the effeminate drag queen gays. You've got the uh, twinks. I mean, you've got all kinds. If you want to know what those are, the twinks are like the ones they call them twinkies because they're uh, like full of cum and they're young and full of cum. So that's what they say about Twinkies. They call them Twinkies in the gay community because they're young and stupid, naive and full of cum and horny and everything else. So they call them Twinkies. Uh, and they're usually young, I'd say like under 25. And then there's the uh, um, there's the uh, leather daddy types. So those kinds are usually typically uh, really muscular and have like in the leather, like, you know, uh, harnesses and leather chaps and that kind of stuff. And then uh, there's the bears, and they can also be daddies, as they call them, too, but the bears are usually uh, bigger guys, you know, like um, uh, more zoptic, <laughs> heavier guys, you know, and usually really hairy, uh, where the leather daddies typically are really pristinely, perfectly shaven and um, not always, but, you know, really muscular and stuff and really good shape. And the leather daddies usually have what's called a cub. There's a bear and a cub. So these are all subculture things that go on within the gay community. But most gays don't fall into any of those sub-niche niches. They most gays fall into just what's normal or quote-unquote normal or not normal. And I'd just be a normal guy next door. I'm not in any particular branch. I'm just a gay guy. I'm a guy who likes to have sex with men just like other gay guys. So nothing different with it. Um, Somebody asked me another question. Uh, okay. Uh, no, I am not single. The person who asked me that question, I am not single. I'm actually married. Uh, I have a husband. We got married in Connecticut, so thanks for asking, though. <laughs> the Live Out Loud is saying the gay community can be terribly fracturous and fractionalized. Kind of sad. You know what? That's very true. The gay community, that's something you know, I'll talk about real quick, is that when I came out, I thought, well, I'm going to come out and I'm going to have this whole community just waiting with open arms for me, because you know I was I was I'm biracial. So growing up, I was like, wow, um, I felt different anyway. So when I realized I was gay, I finally understood. You know, I felt I belong somewhere finally, uh, besides just my family or whatever. And I felt oh, I finally didn't understand why I feel so different besides the other things. So. I just knew I was going to have this whole community just waiting for me out there, wanting me with open arms to be my friend and to, or to date me or whatever. Really, just more of a family kind of thing, not even to date me. But And I came into the gay community and found that there is a great deal of divisiveness within the gay community, a great deal of uh, separation. Um, and I found that that has been completely that was it really I was disillusioned by that when I realized it because it was it was heart disheartening for me because people were not accepting me because I was uh, biracial first of all there's a lot of racism in the gay community the gay community is highly highly uh caucasian centric I guess you'd say or white centric it's most of the gay community that you see the powerful gay people in the gay community 
within the gay rights movement organizations, uh, the wealthier gay people, almost always, not always obviously, but I'm saying that the higher percentage are Caucasian almost always. So I felt disenfranchised for that reason as well because I wasn't able to actually be part of their group because I wasn't white enough for them uh, necessarily. Um, so, and then in terms of dating me, a lot of guys wanted to date me, um, whether they were gay, whether they were white or black or Hispanic or whatever. And yet, a lot of times, you know, one time I was actually dating a guy, and he didn't even know I was biracial. He thought I was Caucasian, and I we, we were standing outside on the back patio of a, a gay club, and um, he was talking to some friends and. Uh, they said some black joke. Uh, and actually, it was a nigger joke, basically. And I go, wait a minute, what the fuck? Like that. And he's like, what? And I was like, hello, I'm standing right here. How could you say that in the first place, you know, at all, much less with me standing right here? And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, the the black joke. It's not funny. He said, what do you care? It's, it's not about you. I said, uh, hello, I'm half black. He's like, what? And so we had been dating for, I don't know, uh, maybe three months or something like that at the time. Uh, after that day, never heard from him again. <laughs> well, actually, I did hear from him. He told me he didn't want to date me anymore because he found out because he found out I was half black. So anyway, I'm going to talk about that on my racism show on January 7th. But that's just an that's just an example of how the gay community is just as racist in some instances, just as divisive as within its own community, uh, as as the whole community of the world and in, in, in general. So. Um, I've experienced just as much racism, if not more, within the gay community as I have in the world as a whole. Um, I've experienced th- that as much, and so there's also a lot of um, um, a lot of uh, ageism in the gay community. There's a lot of uh, it's you know about youthfulness, just like it is in the straight community with women. Um, it's about youthfulness and being as young as possible, being as, as fit as possible, as beautiful as possible, and that's what matters a lot. Now, obviously, this is not the entire gay community. This is a percentage of the gay community. Not every gay person is like this, and not every gay person is that superficial, shallow, and stupid. But there absolutely, that does exist, just like it does anywhere else. Because like I said before, gay people are just like everybody else, with the good side and the bad side. There's a good side of the gay community, there's a bad side of the gay community. Just like there's a good side of the straight community, a bad side. A good side of Christians, a bad side of Christians, to everything, you know. So, um, to say, you know, that we're just like everybody else is truly true because we are, we have our faults and we have our weaknesses just like we have our positives as well. Someone asked me a question. I also have another question. My cousin used to be married to a man a long time and she has three kids. Why suddenly she became a lesbian, came out a year ago or in 2008 and she's going out with her girlfriend? Well, the person who asked that question, I don't know if you want me to say your name or not, so I won't. Um... Uh, first of all, I'm not the authority on gayness. That's the first thing. <laughs> but I'll tell you my feeling about it and my experience on the matter is that um, your cousin, was just because she was married to a man for a long time and has three kids doesn't mean that she was ever straight to begin with. And just like I could have ma- I could have gone down that route as well. I could have gotten married to um, a friend of mine that uh, I had as growing up and we could have gotten married, could have had kids and blah, blah, blah. And I could have come out just now in my life um, because it was too much for me to take finally, the fact that I knew I was gay all along, but I wanted to live up to the standard of what society dictated for me. That's the route. I did not take that route. I actually was, had been out since I was 14, but this, your your cousin obviously felt the pressure from society to be um, – to be what from society, from her family, from her friends, from whomever, from her church, whatever it is that was pressuring her, 
felt pressures from society to live the quote unquote American dream. And so she probably got married thinking maybe even that it would change her, her feelings of homosexuality, thinking that it would make her different. And the fact is if you're gay, you're gay. If you're not, you're not. So if she's gay, then um hold on. A second. Oh, so if she was gay to begin with, you know, if she's just because she married a guy doesn't make her not gay. She was always gay. She just got married later in life. I mean, she got married and came out later in life. It happens all the time, especially with lesbians. I'm not sure why. So, anyway, I hope that answers your question. Um, anyway, so I hope uh, I've answered some of your questions tonight. Um, I wanted to say thank you to people who have actually listened to the show tonight. I want to say thank you to. Evan, I want to say thank you to Exterminians, whoever that is, Guest 1983, Guest 80, Gunslinger 1964, Lady Cougar 730, thank you very much for talking with me, I appreciate it. Uh, Live Out Loud with Aaron something, uh, Mark Brickley, Prank Calls USA, and Celine Hervieux, I appreciate you you and uh, everything you had to say as well. And uh, I hope you guys have a great night, I'm going to play us out with a song. Good night. Good night. Good night.
planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 